Hello, and you're very welcome to the Town End Podcast. Um, well, it's deadlock in Derry. As a nil-nil draw, I suppose a credible nil-nil draw, um, and the fact that maybe Greg Sloggett never got sent off um, proved a, a vital um, win of the night. Uh, joining us to go through tonight is Andrew and Steph. Gentlemen, first of all. How you man? So Greg Sloggett stayed on the pitch. Who would have thought, huh? I, I didn't think so. Like... He probably should have said off twice. <laughs> well, the commentators were looking for it for most of the <laughs> second half, and every single time we got a free kick or um, Nathan Shepard had a goal kick, he was time wasting. But you know, yeah. had to listen to that for the whole second half. Um, so, Gally, coming to you first, I suppose, nil nil in uh, the Brandywell. You, like, it's not a bad result at any stage. No, I mean, look, it's um, it's a. I wouldn't say it's a hard fought draw. It's not a fantastic game, but I mean, look, you won't get many teams. I mean, especially at this stage of the season, you're not going to have many to go up there and hold them. To, you know, to get not to score, it might get a draw. But look, it was it's a solid game. It's a solid performance. First half was, you know, I, I kind of commented in the chat. I thought I thought it was a wee a wee bit poor, a wee bit boring. But then when you look at over the grand scale of things, you know. Man for man, Derry on paper probably a better team than the dog. So to go up there and take the draw home, it's one of those performances that it's the boys are set up to do a job. Go in, get the point, get out, get home, get ready for the derby next week. That that's that's what it felt like. That's what it you know, could we have been better? Yeah, but then again, Derry could have been better. And you mm. know, Derry at the best. Do you want to be playing them up at the brandy? Well, I you know, I'm happy enough to take that Derry team anytime we play them this year. Yeah. Steph. Point on the road, clean sheet. Yeah, coming from the defender in you, you're probably still loving that. Yeah, look, uh, we were always told, you know, if you can draw your away matches and look after your home form, you'll you'll have a very good season. So look, especially against them, they went they went the Rovers and beat them already, and you know, top of the league, everything else, the squad to have, you 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 would have took hand and all for a little draw up there before. Uh, and avoid a few red cards as well. Uh, just unfortunate about Dan Kelly getting the, the injury. Look, he's he doesn't have any luck at all. Um, I don't know what you're gonna have to get him get him down to uh, lower to get a blast or something like that. Uh, he's he's look, he's very maybe. Yeah, yeah, dip him in, yeah. Um, hopefully he doesn't get injured getting dipped in. Um, <laughs> no, I do we know, know? Do we know what the injury is? Is there any talk after the game? No, is it just a hamstring? Looked, looked hamstring. Like, look, Mark Conley was the exact same. His probably looked a wee bit worse as he was. He was like in full flight, and you could tell he was a bit devastated by it. So, look, hopefully, hopefully it's nothing too serious. And if he's a couple of weeks out and then he gets back, and um, hopefully they just erred on the side of caution more than that being. A pull or a, anything else so look we'll take we'll take we'll take the positive out of it and it's a to draw on a clean sheet and then yeah yeah move on to the on to the derby next thursday yeah look and i suppose before we uh, before i forget more to the point um you know we do have our it's friday night we will have our man match competition for a uh, tony's pizzeria 15 inch pizza and um, so get your nominations in on on his 300 appearance, Gally, would you know Andy Boyle be a good share for tonight? Do you reckon? Oh, I think look, 
I, I've seen comments come in already. I mean, Gregory Sloggett's probably in there as well. Hayden Muller's in there. I mean, mm. look at we don't. I don't want to get into it too early, but I mean, I didn't even realize like you were saying it, Chris. You know, for Andy Boyle, I know you might. I'm going to get in ahead here and take your line, but to make 300 appearances and spend time in England and you know yeah. be at UCD and shells and I didn't even know until tonight that he was even close to that number. So it's an incredible. It's an incredible. Like I, I was googling then at half time the appearances of the dog. I mean, there's not many. You know, your Martin Lawler, your Tommy Wax. You know, 300 clubs. It's, you know, it's a, it's a savage. Uh, for for a man that's been around for, you know, it doesn't feel like he's been around for that long, but. No. That type of performance tonight. I mean, I'd see, I seen a comment somewhere tonight. I don't know. I, I, I could be dumping, dipping into something. I don't know who's part but it was like an Indian summer for Andy Boyle. I think somebody posted I'm not taking credit for that tweet, but like we might have to go to the home bakery tomorrow and get buy some humble pie because we hammered him last year. We absolutely slaughtered him. I'd say I slaughtered him. I won't speak for you, but he's been excellent pretty much from the world goal all season. A bit of a stumble at the start of the first game, but the last couple of games he's been really, really solid. Um, but yeah, he's definitely in there for for the run of the night. I mean, that we we'd be a you know three feckers if we didn't if somebody didn't mention his name didn't get a pizza. But look, we'll see when it comes to the vote later on. But uh, yeah, he's definitely up there. Fantastic match. Him and Muller are really good at the back. Yeah, I was going I was going to say that Steph, you know, like himself and and Hayden Muller pull off a, a real good partnership there tonight. Um, and and look, three hundred appearance for for Boilers is a, is a hell of a record already, isn't it? Yeah, it's incredible. It's a it's a testament that he he was able to withstand the stick Ali gave him last year, and he's come back. He's come back stronger for it. But look, he we look we didn't. I don't think we stuck the boot in him or anything. I think it was more along the lines of like he he's he's he was an international at one stage. So we were saying, you know, the standards that he he reached and he got over to the UK and he played. Um, in England and Scotland and we sort of said look he came back and he was a bit below par and he probably would have said he would have owned that owned up to that himself so um look it's great to see him back perform and I think he he did good um finish to the season last year and then he's just he's picked up where he's where he's left off I thought he looked decent in pre-season and there was one of the games maybe it was the Finn Harps friendly that himself and yeah. uh, Muller looked very good looked very mm. solid like look it was first first game but they looked they looked assured and they looked to be on the same sort of wavelength so um and look it's great to see him back and look he's won the one the leaders of the team and if he's yeah. performing well he was yeah. a big contrib contribution towards the clean sheet tonight um, I think I just moment that stands out. I think he there was a cross coming into the back post and he won the header even though he was getting dragged down. And <laughs> for a second, I thought it was the the commentators were sort of calling maybe maybe it might be a penalty, but the ref was right on the spot to be fair and he gave it free out, but he celebrated like it was a goal and look, it was definitely worth a point. That that alone, that header alone, like. I suppose we're coming on the on the back of you know a third game in seven days. It's enough, you know. It stretches any team, and we were talking about maybe you know numbers being tight or whatever with ourselves this year. We've seen at the start of this, you know, four changes: Muller back in, um, Ili Coco, Dan Kelly, and Huben straight back in again. You know, we're we're seeing that rotation come very very early in the year. But when you have to do Friday, Monday, Friday, that's exactly what you need, though, isn't it? Yeah, and that's. You know, we we, we kind of said earlier on, and, and not to harp on, but we people had said the squad was light, but 
you know, the signings that Stevie's made over the last couple of weeks, you know, th those areas have been filled. We mentioned really early on after the UCD game that we didn't know if we had depth, you know, on, on the wings and, you know, in, in, a, in, with the, in, in the cam role where Wardy will play or whatever. But, you know, the lads have come in and, you know, Johannes in particular has been excellent. I mean, he's come in against Bowles, he scored, but he's had a really good solid start. I think um, it's not going to be, yeah. <laughs> if you're... If you're going to rotate the squad, and look, and it's risky, you know. Like, yeah, I know you've mentioned it's three games and seven, but they're your your three matches. You know, your mini cup finals, maybe at the start of the season. You only pick up maximum points, so it's difficult to kind of make those decisions and get get that right. I mean, mm -hmm. you're trying to draw the game next week as well, um, but it's worked out. And you know, apart from maybe Huben, you know, anybody in behind him, I think we've got a good selection there that can play. Mali played high up as well during the season, so you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, you know. I, I wouldn't be against them rotating the squad even again next week, but I think we've enough there in it. You know, it's not like we're bringing in people that maybe aren't ready or are maybe fit. You know, these lads are rare to go and chop at the bit to play. So, you know, it's great that we have that option. And, you know, there's no, even though we might have, you know, touch with no more injuries coming up. I know we've got Dickie Kelly out and Mowgli, but, you know, it's nice to see Benson get back in as well tonight. So, you know, things like that on the, on, on the bounce for next week, you know, rotation is, is, is going to be key with the, with the players that he has because, you know, it, which is the, Euro, the Europe's coming up in the summer of the European games as well. You're gonna you're gonna need that option. You've also got yes. this, you know, the, the Shelbourne game on the twenty fourth. So there's what are we talking there? You're talking nine, what are we four or five games in less than twenty one days? So it's a it's a lot, you know. Um so yeah, look, I mean I wouldn't say the more rotation the better, but you, these lads have to get minutes because you know if we get injuries, they're gonna need to be coming off the bench ready to go and ready to go. So yeah, look, it's, it's great that we have the options. You don't want to see it all the time, but like you say, the three games in, in seven days, it's, it's, it's a toll on everybody, especially with Derry at the end of it. Yeah, Steph, like, are we in danger of just meddling a little too much at times, do you think, because we have the options? Do you think Skip feels he should make um, these changes? Or do you, fact, do you also think that it shows how confident Skip is in this team that he can make these changes, that he's happy that guys can come in and out and, and will be able to do just as good a job? Yeah, look, I think he's he's managed it well. Um, it could have backfired against Shells if we if we hadn't picked up the win. Even a even a draw would have been seen as a as a poor result. Um, but you could see you could see the it wasn't cohe it wasn't cohesion. It wasn't very cohesive. Um, the play and the the players weren't used to each other in the Shells match. It took them a little bit to get up and running, and even you know getting. Getting the boys back on to to push for the win um, against Shells. He's on chancel. He's on He doesn't even. He, he likes to do it in the middle of a comment. He doesn't even wait for us to talk and just disappear. Unbelievable. I don't know. I, I don't know what happened to me there. Ah, that old chest up, pal. And you were flying, Steph. You were flying. I know. Yeah. I. I Go on, we can sit here. Broke me train of thought and everything, but um, yeah, look, if anybody had a said to you leaving daily meant that you'd pick up seven points in the next three games, especially the, the running games we had, you would have you would have bit, bit the hand off for it. So, look, he's managed it well. People are going to look back and say, Look, we picked up seven points out of nine, they're not going to look back and say, Oh, you, you rested him and you should have played him and uh, different things like that. So, look, he, he can just point back to that and just say, Look, we put the points on the board and they've what six days now to prepare for for the drugs game so 
look, they'll all be raring to go, and you'd imagine bar bar the two injuries, and you you think you'll have a full. This will be a strong. You'll put out a strong side. Like I can't see him resting anymore for that. So you know, we'll be all all guns blazing. Yeah, look, um, in a game, game Gally, we have very little chances. We, we don't have a whole lot to, to talk about. But um, welcome back, Steph. Um, I, I, did it say did it say a lot for? I suppose did it look like two teams at the end of these? You know, the, the three game run that there just wasn't that zip about both teams. Was it the pitch? Did that have something to do with it? Like we've seen it take a couple of bobbles as it, as it was going around there today. There was very little, in particular from ourselves, very little, very little intricate passing going on. And it seemed to be kind of either run too fast or, or hold up too much and, and the ball wasn't getting anywhere near and some players at times. Like, what would you put it down to? Um, it, the, the cheesy thing to say is a combination of everything. You'd like to think that, I suppose, for a game like that, they would be up for it. You know, I, I don't know whether I don't know whether tiredness might come into it. I think more cautious. I think when you see the two injuries probably early on with the hamstrings, mm. so they'll probably that put a bit of doubt in their heads. It didn't stop Patrick McInerney from running a couple of forty mile in that game. I think, but you know, <laughs> I don't know. Like the pitch inspection area is probably just for it's li- probably literally for plastic. You know, cold ice plastic. That's probably what they're checking for. I don't think there's anything else in this. No, but I don't know whether that makes it. Uh, there's a bit more given it, or maybe the ball runs too quick. I don't know, but you know, yeah, it, it, is it does it look like they're tired at the end of a tree? I, I don't know. I mean, for me, you'd like to think for that kind of game, I mean, it's not a top of the table clash, but it really should be. And you'd like to think they're up for it, but I can understand, you know, you can't really argue with the fact that the three games, three tough games, yeah, at so early in the season, you know, the FEA are great at throwing out these fixtures, like it's only March, and they've done the same last year as well. Um, but you know, I, I think with the squad, like we just mentioned, the squad rotation should be enough that they can get this in. It's, you know, we mentioned strength and condition; it should be enough that they're still able to play and at a higher yeah. level. Whether or not the weather was a factor to drive up, I don't know. But it probably, you know, we we call draws pretty much. I don't know if I think the staff. I don't know what results you call. I think you called a draw as well, did you? Uh, in our chat, no, I, I said remember. one nil. I said one, one nil. No, I wasn't open to but they never the hallmarks, you know, of a, an absolute belter of a game, you know. So there's all no matter when we play them, there's always that kind of nervousness about us. But yeah, look for the game that's in it. We we say we use the excuse of tiredness in three games, and yeah, we, we, we give we give the benefit of the doubt of that. It won't be like next Thursday, that won't come into it. No, no, and um, Steph, I, I suppose. In, in a chance of very you know very little chances, I suppose in that first half, should I say. And um, one person that, you know, poor Daralihi seemed to be run ragged tonight. Uh, there was a lot there in his side. But when you think about it, I think the longer the game moved on, the more confident he got. Um, and he seemed to control that side a bit much. But he was he was run ragged for most of the first half, wasn't he? Yeah, look, I think uh, Graydon's excellent. I think he's mm. very good. Um, so dangerous. He's sharp. He's strong. He's fast. Um, he, there's a lot to like about him. I'm not surprised we tried to snap him up. There, he probably gave him about four grand a week. Um, so <laughs> and a house and a house. Um, but look, I, every time I've watched him, he was impressive. He was impressive in the cup final. Um, Lee's hands are full. But look, uh, 
yeah, he did sort of settle into it and the game sort of died out. I know they were sort of putting the pressure on, but we didn't really we we would withstood a lot of the pressure on that and it probably didn't help Lee getting the getting a whack off boys in the first half either. Um, and <laughs> yeah. it, it was a brutal tackle and the commentators thought it was you know, he played the ball like it was I don't know. Some of the stuff they were coming out it was ludicrous again. Like it's it's hard to understand them as a first spot. Like, do you know some of this, some of some of the stuff that were coming out where they were calling for penalties that no chance. And um, look, I think Sloggett, I think that they the Derry players obviously targeted him, tried to get to get him sent off, and every time they came near him, they were they were jumping around the player spot. Look, that's that's what you do if you if you know someone's on a book and then you make the most out of any sort of challenge that comes in or. If they make any sort of foul, like so, um, yeah. Look, I think he's he he weathered it a wee bit. It was a tough time for him in the first half, but he stuck at it. And look, we we know Lee long enough now. Like he's yeah, he, he's sort of dependable when he when he does play, and he's never like a nine out of ten or a ten out of ten man the match. But you don't really see many wingers really taking him to town, like. Yeah. yeah. Um I know there's there's a lot of people that won't re- that that I've spoken that don't really like Lee, but I think he's he's solid and I think he's our best yeah. option at left full anyway for sure. Yeah, look, um <laughs> Carl gets a seamless plug again. <laughs> um I I think you know it, we're probably disappointed. We probably played better, Gally, in the first half than we did in the second, whether that was tired legs or whatever come in. But with, with just so few chances, like I think when you're, I think we started off pretty well in the game. You know, we were probing, looking for chances. The longer the first half went on, it kind of yeah. seemed to stretch a little bit more. And they had um, had one or two chances. I'm thinking of that long pass over to Graydon where he cut inside Leahy and then just. You know, he tried to curl it in, but it, it, it just didn't have the direction on it. But the second half then seemed to be more of that kind of playing out that they were just trying to stretch us kind of 2v1s all the time down the sides and then kind of cut the ball back into fats or to patching and then try to pick a pass out. There's something to be said for the defence, like because <laughs> they were certainly putting bodies on the line in particular in that second half. Yeah, and... That was it, like, and you won't come up like when they're on form. And in fairness, Derry probably weren't as look. It's a, it's a fantastic job, but Derry didn't hit full steam tonight either. But you know, there's probably not a worse set of players to run at when Patrick McAlenny, Will Patching, these lads are on it. You know, as a defender, it's it's got to be daunting. They definitely know more with that than me. He's come up against probably the best wingers in the league when he's playing. But you know, I think what Derry Derry ran in the second, they probably knew we were there for the taking. If if they could beat us for pace and but. The difference was the lads were that, you know, with the likes of Andy Boyle is on form, you know, there's probably only three or four centre-halves that are better than him in the league. You know, even yeah. now, you know, like, you know, the, I'm probably thinking like, Lee Grace on his day, Conley, you know, there's not many when, when Andy's on it and then you have Muller in coming in as well. Muller's been outstanding. Yeah. These lads have been solid enough that it's going to take a lot to break them down. Now, I probably put the kiss of death on them now for next week, but... You know, I think, <laughs> there's not, nothing short of what I do on a Friday night at a quarter eleven. But you know, I think what what Derry were sure of, they could definitely get they could definitely get them for pace and quickness of feet. 
But the mm. difference was the, the lads are just rock solid. I mean, they really yeah. like if, like, I know we, we, we could talk about Greg Slogger, but Greg Slogger tonight was, again, immense. You know, I know we're talking about Andy Boyle 300 appearances, but Boyle was, or Slogger was absolutely sensational. Himself, Muller and Boyle in that kind of triangle, you know, defensively were, were solid. But, you know, I know Darren, I think Darren Mead had mentioned there was the Tullock struggles at the back, you know, struggles mm. with 2v, 2v1. You'd nearly forgive him that, you know, because he, he can be very excellent going forward. But I thought as a unit tonight, the defensive and Pat dropping in the game, they were, I won't say unbeatable, but we were set out to do a job and Derry would have learned very quickly, probably after maybe 65, 70 minutes, Derry were probably all out of ideas. I know they, they rallied a little bit at the end, a couple of corners, but you know, anybody can score from corners. Um, but I, I thought, like, as a defensive unit, if, now, on, the, on the flip side of that, whether or not we could repeat that in, in in Weaver's path next week, I don't know because I think they'll, they'll be watching that tonight and say, right, well, we need yeah, to it's a different pitch, though, isn't it? That's it, yeah, it's a different and it's it's a you're coming up more compact, exactly. And it's you know, any kind of wrong, you're in there. The wall. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I didn't, I didn't want to get into it, but you know, say, oh, it's a, it's a lovely stadium, you know, the lads will be looking in on that tonight, and yeah, look, it's. From a defensive point of view, it's a fantastic result. It really is. Like I mean, to go up there and little, little, but you know, Derry. I don't think I don't think Derry would be happy with it. I think they'd probably be annoyed that they couldn't break us mm. down. But you know, we we we'll take it every day of the week against against that type of squad. And the only thing is, will, will we get away with it again? I'm not so sure. But I thought tonight it worked really well, really well. Steph, is there something to be said? You know, we've seen um in the Pats match a reaction probably to the Bulls defeat on Monday night we seen us grind out a win against Shelbourne and now we've gone um up to Derry and really back to the wall at times but I don't think we were like I don't think we were really saturated with them peppering the goal or anything like that. But you know we sucked up enough pressure and put important blocks in. Are we seeing you know, I suppose different elements to this team and and, and shown that you know, where you ain't going to be a pushover. There's enough lads who'll put bodies on the line and, and grind out results, even whether it's for a win or a draw. Yeah, and it's it's not easy to get up for a home game, but when you've, you're the backing of the of your own crowd and your supporters, and it's it's different than when you go away, like especially up there, like up to Derry, you know, it could be hostile. The fucking the wind seems to swirl around the place. Like, um, I, I'm sure that didn't help. Uh, some of the play as well as the weather and the freezing conditions and do you know that's when yeah when character and testament comes into it like do you know if if you're backs against the wall you want someone like Andy Boyle beside you someone like Muller that's gonna you know be able to play out and be um be solid as well at the same time so look Slogger was ran everywhere closed down everything done as usual and that he's been doing all season like so you need players to dig in especially in the way matches tough way like they're top of the league they're yeah. they've been picking up the results i think they drew the first league game and they've won every game since so for us to go into their own patch and, and pick up i thought i thought it was fully deserved point i i i don't think they could be saying oh they dominated us or they mm. created clear-cut chances that they should have scored and stuff like that like mcgonagall i think had three or four halves half siders in the first 20 minutes but nothing you could say oh they cut us open with yeah. so look it's we probably are showing a different side like last year we might have not rolled over but 
do you know, we might have been unlucky losers and coming away with a, a, a better performance slightly maybe, but not as uh, solid defensively. So you need, you need this. If you if you want to really push on and yeah. make a charge charge for Europe again or or even go slightly better, like be involved in a title race, you need you need to you know, away from you know, was a big part of it and last year. Um, I don't I think it's been well documented how poor it was. So um look it's only positive for me. Again, yeah, I is- think and <laughs> <laughs> um, like Gally, if, if we talk about probably the, the one big chance in the whole of the match um was Nathan Shepard's save in the second half from Doherty. Um, you know, he timed it at the edge of the box, just pick it out. Um, John Martin was running to close it down. It looks like he might have took a bit of a nick off him, and I think the commentators thought that he took a bit of the pace off it, but um, Shepard a full stretch. Like, that's what you want when, you know, you're being peppered on the stuff and you look for your keeper to pull off a big save. You know, he's he's definitely a man for that occasion, and it shows how much he's grown in his team over, what, a year and a bit now. Yeah, like, I mean, we're still talking, what is he, 21? Is he 21, 22? No, it's even yeah, yeah, it's it's crazy. Like, uh, considering he's only he's only been in the game, like we only heard of him when he signed for the dog. I know my Brentford fans would have known him, but he's been top class. I mean, like, it's very rare he's an off. Like, I don't think he's had an off night. I mean, yeah, the preseason game, the famous preseason game last season, but he's one of our. I probably go as far as like. He, 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 like you've got a potential there in a cat and a vice captain or a captain down the line. I think he's that kind of leader. He's, he's that kind of dominance in the box, which you mm-hmm. need as a keeper. But nine times out of ten, he, he get he he learn points on his own sometimes, and it's you know sometimes when there's nothing happening in the game. I've seen him play. I think we might have played. I don't know if it was Bowes last season. There was a game where there was nothing happening, and he puts off an unbelievable save right at the end. He's done nothing for eighty eight minutes. Yeah, and you know he's got both in his locker, and I think you know. Games like that, saves like that, you know, if you've seen the, if we go on the flip side of that, you look at David Ademuso tonight in, in Pats, it, it goes to show the concentration goes and he's, he's had yeah. a bad week against us as well. But but Sherbrooke seems to have that in him every week. He, he doesn't go missing. You know, he's always dominant. He's, he's top class. He really is like, like you're, you're looking at the best keeper in the league. You know, we know Brian Maher would give an argument there. I don't think Alan Manis... You know, I think he's been excellent last season, but not not on form at the minute. I I, I still think Shepard on this day is probably the best in the league. I give Maher maybe yeah. not, but it's 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 top class having a player like that, especially when the lads in front of him are playing well. And I think it's it's vital that you've got you've got top class keepers. It really is. So for someone so young to be that yeah. dominant, to be that good, to be to be heavily reliant on as well. I mean, you know, it's 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 a credit to the lads who signed him, whoever scouted him, whoever got you know Stevie made the call to sign him. Yeah. Top class, really. What it probably it'll probably go down in the next two over the next two or three seasons. Probably, if not, probably the best signing we've made. I mean, really, like you know, Pat Hoob and re-signing would be right up there. But Sheps is, is definitely there with the top signings we, we're probably going to have under Stevie's reign. Quick Google search: twenty-two. Um, so he is now, yeah. He's um, older than I thought, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> right, he's, he's finished. <laughs> <laughs> he's not finished, he's Welsh. Um, Steph, but I think it just showed a little there from um, from Shep in that game. You know, like his game management was excellent today. Hit 
the ground when he needed to hit the ground. He was moving the ball left and right when he was doing his goal kicks, just eating up a couple of vital seconds. I think this is the difference. You see, you know, he, he talked about when he first made the move over, he was very keen to play, you know, senior football and, and mix it up to see how he could do. You can see how much he's learned in, in a short term already at the club. And, you know, that little bit of just being wise, eating down the clock when you can, it looked like the, the commentators were losing their nut over it today. But, you know, that's what you have to do. That's that's modern football. And you eat up whatever minute you can. Yeah, the game management. And I think that spoke about, you know, he was down getting a bit of treatment and you were thinking, Jesus, not another hamstring injury. And But they were actually, you know, they were sorting themselves out tactically or whatever. And Stevie obviously told him to go down because you can't, the keepers obviously can't come off if they get treatment. Mm-hmm. Um, little stuff like that, like you know, he's gained experience. I'm sure, you know, he's delighted he made the move over here instead of just staying with the Brentford B side. I know he was captain on that side for a while, and look to play senior football and get the experience he, he's he's getting at the minute. He's gonna touch wood playing playing Europe in the summer, and you know he's he's come on leaps and bounds. Like I think. A lot of people looked at him in the Malone Cup game going, you know, I, I don't know whether it was still the hangover of uh, Alessio um, still in pe- the back of people's minds a bit nervous about a keeper. and But look, he's, he's come on. He really has come on leaps and bounds. I don't think we knew what the keeper was going to be. Um, mm-hmm. Stevie's picked out a couple. He, he had the Aros with Pats, who was, who was very impressive as well. So, Okay, I don't know how he's, he's spotting these these goalkeepers, but um, hopefully Shepard's around for a long time to come. Um, he's been excellent. I don't think you can you can fault any part of his game at the minute. Yeah, I think even when you look if you look through the course of the game at the very start, I think there was about I think Derry won about ten corners today, but at the very start they were trying to get them right in the six yard box, right in on top of them. But by the end of the match, they were swinging the ball out away from him because yeah. he was coming, he was punching everything in there. Like they weren't going to get anything from it. And um, so it, it probably tells you a lot how he played as well, that they ended up having to redo their tactics slightly to maybe try a different way to get past him. That was just a general yeah. comment. I don't know if that was a question. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No, look, I think at the start, at the start of last year, there might've been a few teams targeting, targeting him. And I think daily meant, well, to be fair, there, I think I think we done that on Friday though against Adamuso. We could see he was shot yeah, for yeah. confidence and then started piling in on top of him. So I think yeah, sometimes for inexperienced keepers, that's what you think to do. But I think Shep kind of stood up to that tonight. Yeah, it's a it's a massive confidence thing as well. Being a goalkeeper, like you know, if you can see, you could you could have the best game of your life for eighty eight minutes, and then you might drop a cross and it leads to a goal, or you fumble a shot that goes into the corner, and you know that's the only thing people. People that remember remember you in the match for like you'll oh he's dropped one in like so look it's a it's the most uh, mentally focused like position on the pitch like you you're specialized like a a striker could fill in a rifle and do a half decent job but look if someone has to jump in goals it's a total total different kettle of fish so um, yeah look I think he's he's grown in stature as as a as a player and probably as a man as well the little video clips of him last year living in living in the house with the other welsh boys and 
yeah i think he was doing the cooking and cleaning for them and everything like but <laughs> you know little things like that you you like the fans wouldn't realize you know he's coming into a different country he's, he's probably no family or friends around him at at the time i don't know what what the situation is now but look i know you try and make people as as welcoming and make them feel at home as you can but look he's he's obviously doing everything right if you're happy off the pitch you'll be you'll be more happy on it as well yeah yeah definitely look and Gary I suppose another one we're looking at then tonight was was to look probably a tougher match for him tonight than his experience you know we've seen that real great impact over the past two games this one seemed to be a little bit tougher for him tonight and then we see something we hadn't seen so far this year but you know we've seen it previously with skip when he felt he was under the cosh was make like a double or a triple substitute it was a triple substitute tonight yeah. how do you feel that impacted on the game you think it was at the right time and just to swap up a personnel more than than formation change yeah that's probably that's the, like at some stage steve you, as much as you probably wouldn't admit it you probably have an eye on next week and we know that's a massive game tonight but you're probably thinking you know what can you do to maybe get the benefit out of taking players off and getting the most out of getting minutes onto the boys on the bench as well but i i, I they're all like for like i don't really see a massive change in it um but the triple substitute, the thing about a triple substitute, I'm, 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 I remember reading, it's just coming to my head, I remember Bobby Robson doing, I know we're going off on a tangent here, but Bobby Robson in Newcastle and he got hammered for it. Yeah. But but the difference was, the, the, it's rare you see it, so it plays in the opposition's mind as well and the coaches on the far bench because they're making three at the one time. And in, in, in the Premier League, you can only make three. You know, this is going back 15 years ago, so you made all yeah. those three subs at the one time. I know it's different here, but... You know, it can play on everybody's mind, like making three subs, that's three fresh legs, three sets of legs, you've got on three fresh players. You know, it, it can play on everybody's mind. It, it's it's tactical and psychological. and uh, But, it, you know, we're in a position where we can make those substitutes, whereas yeah. even as early as probably maybe at the start of last season, we probably couldn't have done that. We definitely couldn't have done it the year before. Um, <laughs> but, you know, we didn't even have players on the bench, never mind they wanted to make three subs. We, we <laughs> counted and everybody sitting at the bench at one stage. Uh, but... Uh, <laughs> No, I like. I think but if you look at the player thing, Gally, so Yili Coco, Tullock, yeah. and Huben came off. <clears throat> like Huben probably ran himself into the ground because he was trying to put pressure all over those back fours. And the other two lads had just played, you know, the, the previous two matches. So it's probably just a bit of fresh legs in there. And that's it. Know. And it's it's not like you're putting on, like like Steph had said that. But it was not like you're putting a striker at the right back to cover position. You're putting on boys that need the minutes, but have also got you know plenty of experience in their legs. Like Tullock's been a breath of fresh air coming in. Um, like you know, when you compare him to you know the likes of Ryan O'Kane, he seems to get a bit of a start on him. You know, he's probably a bigger frame. He's probably a, a bit more of a stride on him. Strength-wise, he's probably has a little bit more than Ryan at the minute. But you know, I I, I don't think it's there's a massive change when you make these substitutes. I think it's it's I don't want to say like for like I suppose, but you know, it gives you something else no matter what way you go with because you've got mm-hmm. you're getting the same position covered, but they are two very different players in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but I think Tullock's more of a Tullock could also play, he could probably play wing back. You know, he's, he's got that strength and pace if he was taught how to do it, whereas Ryan would just be all hell for leather going forward, similar to like a key board. But, you know, I, I like it, I like it every so often with the three substitutes. I don't really see, like, for want of a better word, why drag them out? So why, yeah. like Stephen Kenny was famous for it. He used to make a substitute in like the 80th minute and then come along 82nd and then the 85th. You could time it couldn't you? Yeah, he'd time it and it'd be more often than not, like, who's going to argue with him? But it would interrupt the game enough. But now you have, you know, you can make you can make the extra one. So there's that option. There. 
I like I think the fresh up it keeps our boys on the toes as well. No, mm. the great lads. If if it needs to come off, there'll be trees coming off the one time if it needs to be. Yeah. I think I think it's provided it's a positive and it's it's it, it's it's for the right reasons to bring them on. Yeah, absolutely. I don't see any major issue with it. Especially I, I, the big thing is when you're willing to make it against a team like Derry, you're not afraid yeah. to do it. You know, it speaks volumes about the players and the coaches that we have at the club at the minute. You know, I, I suppose we, we also seen probably our strongest bench that we've had um, for a while. So, you know, Lewis, Benson, Martin, Elliot, Wardy, Robbie McCourt back on the bench, of course. Yeah. And um, Waziri, O'Kane, and then Mark Byrne, obviously, being our substitute keeper with Peter Cherry taking the time off for the loss of his dad. And obviously, we're thinking of Peter and the family um, at this time as well. That's a pretty strong bench, and it hasn't been something we've been able to say for a long time. No, and it's and it's it's even great to see Robbie McCourt as well. You know, it's great to see him as, as, as an option because obviously he came in last season and didn't really get a hit the ground running at all with a couple of injuries. But you know, to have Benson as well, and you know, like when you look at the bench, even and it sounds a bit cliche, like if you look around the league, they all probably get in, if not start, for most of the other teams in the league and get into it. So to have options like that on the bench. Um, you know, to come off and give you that little bit of spring that you might need. Now, obviously, tonight they probably just maintained the game for us. They didn't really, they didn't really add anything to it. I suppose in the case of you know, get going on to win the game or anything like that. But to sustain what we had on the field, you know, there were pretty good substitutions and options to have. You know, even when you look at someone like Robbie McCourt, like no mess with the star, but that that's a player. That was a player that needs minutes and needs to get back and on the forefront with it. With the fans and getting the game thing because we haven't really seen a lot of them in the game. We might get a run out of maybe shells in, on the 24th and the Leinster Cup. But players like that, you want to see players. Just Steve, the obvious, a lot of faith in because he's, he signed them. You know, we kind of come out of the blue to sign them, I suppose, from Sligo. But, yeah. you know, players like that, to have that option, to have them fit, ready to go. Um, and to be able to, be able to even for Stevie, for, you know, for the lads, the coach on the bench, to look around and see those type of players on the bench, ready to go, eager to play. You know, and, and for want of a better word, to see the likes of the players breaking themselves, they know that they'll be taken off for those type of players who can keep their spots and keep them on the bench. Yeah, it's co- competition for places. I'm just looking at Darren's comments here. There's a player that probably didn't have any competition for places. The assist king, but he played under Kenny. There was nobody as good as Daffler. For all the 44 assists, that has to be that's one of our records, isn't it? In the one yeah, season, but absolutely, he, he didn't need any competition for places. Daffler, um, but uh, no, that that's what it's about. It's it's competition. That's why he brings these boys in on loan, late signings. We're not used to the late signings either. So you know, mm. we all have to. It comes to fruition eventually. We've got to use all these players and to have a bench like that. Yeah, it's 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 fantastic to have. And obviously, you know, taking a Peter as well. You know, the uh, Bone would have been on the bench tonight, but Peter would normally be there as well. In for circumstances, but um, yeah, look, it's 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 fantastic to be able to look to the bench. And yeah. have that caliber, whereas you know, for years we've been used to, you know, Egypt. That's probably one of the Locked to the bench, and you don't want to make a sub, but something you know, two seasons ago, nobody wanted to make subs because this is what you're dealing with. Yeah, but I think it just goes to show how strong it is because, like I say, we're probably doing like for like, or we could yeah. do a tactical change or something like that. That th- those options haven't always been available to us. Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. Interesting chat with, with with Robbie McCourt on. Um, black and white town this week with with um Gav, you know, talking about Robbie McCourt and him and Tullock were at West Brom together <laughs> at one yeah. stage. So you know, like, and, and I completely forgot Robbie McCourt was at West Brom. Yeah. But Robbie McCourt was absolutely raving about him when he came over. So yeah. When you see this lad, that he is going to light this up. Like he is a sensational footballer. So he yeah. could see it back then. 
and you know the fact that we're still able to attract a player of that caliber over here you know that's that's excellent so i'm wondering how much of a say robbie had in this in him coming yeah, over like, to, yeah like that you might have to thank a player like that you know to, 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 for bringing in like he, he, like he definitely is a keen eye for a player as well because Tullock seems to be one of those players that you know a bit like a bradley a, last year yeah he has I, I actually think he's a better he's an all-in naturally better athlete than him as well and because because it's he, he's such a, a powerful as he's like a john mountain he's, he's got that power yeah. with him and you know, if Robbie McCork can spot players like that, and that's why Stevie, that's why Stevie gave him a contract. You know, if he's going to be doing a bit of scouting for him. Maybe that's where all the players are coming from. Um, but I think he was yeah, unfortunate though. He was he was on his way back. He was saying, and then just around Christmas time, yeah. you know, another injury again, and now he has himself right. So it, it'd be nice. Yeah, you hope he gets a couple of games now with the now with the, the Lancer Senior Cup back there. Exactly. Like there's a perfect chance that to get Robbie in now for a couple of minutes, maybe, and and, and just wondering. Um, <laughs> Just wondering if, if you know, that that's the perfect opportunity to get him in. Um, what yeah, were you tomorrow, nice Ethan? Uh, I'm, I'm busy. I, I'm, I'm back in Lineker on this one, so I'm, I'm busy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, ta- I'm taking... Uh, if you look at your tweets, pal, you're Jermaine, a big trouble. Jermaine, Jermaine Jean has tweeted earlier, he won't take it either, so if he's not taking it, we're definitely not taking it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but just, just like, you know, the, the, the likes of... We're talking about the bench, I mentioned Robbie McCork, but... You know, I, I hope that the Leinster couple come out for these lads. This is what these boys need to play. Like Tierra Mulvena was on in the summer and in this last season saying, Leinster couple, it's great to be back. You get the blood of the young fellas, but we also get the blood first team players that aren't getting the minutes and we don't get to see them playing. That's that's what it's uh, that's what the Leinster Cup's about. You know, it's a great competition to be in, but it gives you a chance to see players you wouldn't normally see. So I hope Robbie gets a run of that. Um, and Steph's disappeared, but we'll we'll start our chat anyway um, about man the match. Now, I'm going to... I'm going to say, Gally, that there's a bit of a landslide in one direction here. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you. Um, but there's probably, unlike previous weeks where we've probably seen five different players probably being nominated, it's more of a landslide in between two players. Mm. Um, I don't know if we're all getting nostalgic just for, for Boiler, for the night that's in it as well. Um, but look, we did see him throw his his body on the line here um too so like there's definitely probably more in one way than the other and um, yourself what what did you think for for man of the match and just as a last call for everybody if they want to get involved in the man of the match obviously for a free tony's pizza and um, this is I'll, your last I'll, call. Draw, I'll drive my man of the match out for six minutes you have about six minutes to <laughs> uh, no um I think I didn't think I'd be sitting here with Andy Boyle. It's been a long time since I put Andy Boyle probably for mm. himself for a matter of match. And I hold my hand up on it, but he, he's been in excellent form. I think Greg Slogger tonight, again, we could probably not watch the game and come in and know Greg Slogger at this stage, knowing that he's had a solid match. Um, I give a mention of Muller as well, but it would be between, I think Greg and Andy were probably the outstanding two of the night. I, it's very difficult, you know, after 300 before uh, appearances for the club. I mean, it's, I don't, I don't remember the last. James Rogers might correct me. I don't know the last person. I don't know off the top of my head who's done that, but you know, to have 300 appearances and he is, you know, he's been absolutely solid this season. I I can't see past Andy Boyle tonight. I mean, normally I'm all over Greg Slogan because he's the main man when it comes to the town end. But he'd be a hat trick though if if he if Greg did do it, it'd be three in a row. Never thought of that. I'm still going to stick with Andy Boyle. Yeah. Unless Steph comes in and, get, and use two goals against me. But you know, I, 300 appearances, look at the man's you're probably looking at in my lifetime, watching watching up at Oriel Park, Andy Boyle, Garts, Mick Doohan, 
I don't I can't take any more better shot of half than than, mm. than Boiler at the minute. So yeah, I'm Andy Boiler that one. I'm probably um James Rogers just said um Mounts was the last, so there you go. Oh really? Yeah. I didn't even know Mount you that many. Yeah, uh, so there, there you go. Fair play, James. Um but I think we've seen changes in that back line, but Boiler's been ever present so far this season as well. And you think of the personnel has changed around him somewhat, depending on, on the games and stuff like that. Also now, you, you kind of just mentioned it with, with Robbie McCord coming back now as well. That's extra competition back there. Hoping that's going to just kind of raise the standard in that back line as well. Yeah. And if Andy Boyle was the benchmark for what we need in defence tonight, that. That's, that's some standard to have to keep up because he was marshalling. It was it was back to, you know, the old days of, of Boiler, without a doubt. You know, he was marshalling everything in defence. He was putting the body in when he when he needed to. Hitting the ground, like Steph mentioned, you know, winning fouls in important times as well. You know, probably highlighting it to the referee to make sure he does he does win the foul off it and that just eats up another little bit of time, I think. Yeah, it's it, it was kind of vintage performance from there so i think um it's, I, it's I think really it is difficult well. to argue it's it's, it's yeah and i think on another night we'd all be over greg yeah and I the fact like, that the fact that he was on the yellow card and you know he still managed to yeah to see it out um, and darren is also agreeing with us i think that's it then if darren agrees then we're all agreeing yeah that's it darren's darren spoken that's that's good enough for me exactly um, and even if you take the 300 performance out, he's still at a solid night he's still in the running it's still he's still right up there you know, you know yeah Walker, we're obviously biased not biased but i mean greg's log it's town end but i mean andy boyle has he's been outstanding you can't really you, you couldn't deny it even without the 300 he's definitely up there yeah there's probably nothing better if you're away at the time and you had a chance to come back and when you were hitting say you were away abroad andrew and just when you hit back to Dunlop, you were thinking you were starving. Imagine having a pizza sitting there for you. Because I'm hearing that um, Daniel Shields might be um, in Greece on holidays at the moment. And oh, is he now? Imagine, imagine landing back in and you, um, you've just won yourself a 15-inch Tony's you have, the munch, you have the munchies from the bill. Yeah, yeah. So there we go. So you don't have to worry about where the food's coming from when he lands back in. Congratulations, Daniel. You are our, you're a pizza winner tonight um, for our Andy Boyle um, winner tonight for a Man of the Match competition. So congratulations. And thanks always to Tony's Pizzeria and to Vinny and the crew there for their continued support for this season. Um, and you don't have to wait a week for the next one. It's only six days away. Uh, Steph, who's your pizza man of the match? In. Uh, We've already done it. There we go. Wait. Clean sweep, boys. Clean sweep. Boiler Darren Meenan. Darren Meenan. Darren two pizzas. Who won, who, won, who won the pizza? Well, we want to know who your pick was first. All right, okay. Who, who was my pick to, to win the pizza? Who was your pick for man of the match? Boyle, I said boil already. All right. Yeah, so. And I said, yeah, boil, boil. It'd be Slogger was up there, obviously, and... Uh, possibly Shepard, maybe. Uh, mm, I don't know if he done Shepard done enough, maybe that. But Boyle definitely, yeah, uh, Boyle for me. Well, Dan Shields owes you a slice of pizza when he comes back from holidays. Dan Shields, good man. 
If he's gone away for two weeks, he has to order it. So it's like a couple going to your house next Friday, Steph. You have to order it before the next game. I'll mind it for him. There we go. There we go. Um, Steph, just, I suppose, um, as a way of wrap up now, looking forward to Thursday's match now um, up in Weaver's Park against Drogheda United. This draw probably consolidates us to, to make it look like we're obviously very hard to defeat now and probably gain a bit of confidence in that defence after conceding, you know, against UCD, which people say, you know, we probably should have been able to see that game out. I think if that UCD game happens now, we, we, we come away with all three points. I think there's just a different confidence in the team now. Yeah. Going to Weavers Park now, yeah, it's a different game. We found it very hard there last year. Um, the size of the pitch, they play a compact, they stop us trying to play any sort of fluidity on that pitch. How do you see it going? Yeah, look, I think um, it was mentioned by you earlier, Gally, that might be a sellout already. Um, the, it'll be hostile, it's tight. Um, do you know what I mean? Uh, even the Malone Cup game, there was a bit of bite to it. Uh, the players were at each other and the fans are probably be at each other in the streets after and uh but look it's always something to really look forward to um i yes. don't think we we never go up there fearing fearing the worst or anything like that but you know it hasn't been great over the years for us yeah. um we picked up a couple of couple of results there last year so um they're they're not conceding much at all uh, i was just keeping a close eye on them obviously manny's uh it's just a manny derby you know, now is it this, yeah, this is the. the That's a the podcast sub- itself. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're making a Netflix documentary about the. Uh, Just on the, the timeline, is it? About the transfer over. So, uh, look, I've been keeping a close eye. Um, I think Keeley is uh, is a great signing for them. I think he's big, strong, solid. Uh, a few yeah. people sort of said, look, he might he might not suit it in the arc if we're a ball playing side, but anytime I've watched him, he, I've been impressed with him. Um, so look, they're not they're not really conceding much, um, and have picked up wins like there yeah. there tonight. You know, it's not it's not a gimme three points um, at the bowl anymore, but they've, they've yeah. picked up a one nil win. Um, someone got a header. I can't remember who it was. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, look, it's it's one that we can we can really look forward to now. We've we've picked up we've kept the momentum going. We've we've drawn away to the league leaders and possibly the way Rovers are going at the minute, you'd have to fancy them strongly that they'd be favourites to, to lift the title this season. So, do you know, I think I think we'd be buoyed going there. We've a good week to prepare, or six days. Um, everyone will be fresh. Do you know, if we should be going there all guns blazing, really, looking to pick up the three points. I think we, we, we'll be deservedly favourites going down there, but, you know, we don't pick up anything easy, so... We'll have to fight for everything we get. Yeah, um, Gary. Look, I, I think it's a it's a mixture of real experience with the likes of Ryan Brennan, Gary Deegan in in the middle of the park, but then the likes of Freddie Draper and that up front. Then is a bit of a unknown entity, kind of still to the league. But for a young lad, he's he's quite big and and well built. Yeah. Like you know, so it'll be it, it could be a good ding dong battle here. Look, it will be. I mean, and, and you can pretty much guarantee probably it'll be a better game than tonight. And I don't mean that to say tonight was poor. It's just, it'll probably, I, I don't know if it'll be an end-to-end game, but you just mentioned it. Gary Deegan. Gary Deegan is probably, I know Steph, Steph, good mates, and Steph's played with him, but I, like, 
we should have been in for him when he when he when he signed for Drogheda. Like I couldn't believe we didn't go, we didn't go in for him, especially with Shields going as well. He's an animal. Like I like he's still playing anybody in the league, in my opinion. But when you when you're up against players like that who are naturally fired up for games, I mean, like I I'd absolutely break myself going up against him in midfield. Um, but looking like Steph saying they've got to be offered. If you can't get up for the load, Derby, even you know you're, you're hoping the lads to come in. They'll be in the next couple of days. They'll be sure. Look, this is what this is what it means. This is you know it's a it's a big deal. It's you've also got the Rovers game you know in a couple of weeks as well. But this is you know, your loud derby. And in fairness to the lads, uh, Kevin Doherty and uh, Darryl, I didn't think they'd be able to. I'm not saying they're sure and high, but they had a decent season last season as well. I didn't think they'd be able to. I thought they'd be one of the favourites for relegation. I never thought it would work, but they've done a really top class job. Like you know, Manny's tonight against. Like it's it's sickening to see players like that, but they put a good, really good squad together. Um, and they'll be they'll be more than enough for especially in their back garden as well. It's obviously it's a tight pitch. It there's no doubt it'll be hostile more than tonight. Um, but really looking forward to it. Like it's I think though I think I put up you know, I think the home, I think the home sellers the home tickets are sold out. So I don't know what stories they're waving yet, but it's going to be especially the towards the night. You know, they, I read they originally had it there. We, we flagged it last year. They, did they have it there for Paddy's night? I think last Patrick, year. Patrick, yeah, yeah. Know what they were thinking it, was there. The, it was the night after Paddy's day, wasn't it? No, it, it was. It was the night. No, it was, it was the, on the Friday. It was, the it was actually Friday. I sure. It's now moved to Thursday. I don't know. Like, this like, is oh, be oh, yeah. Yes. I think la- I think last year was the day after Paddy's yeah, day. Yeah, right. Mad. Yeah, mad. I think we lost one 0 to a penalty, wasn't it? That's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it should be. Look, it is all look. The, the predictions are the games. I thought tonight, tonight would have been a cracker as well, but it is all the hallmarks to be a really good game, really, really good game. Um, I'm just hoping. I don't. Know, I definitely don't agree with Darren's easy three, but I mean, you're hoping for three, but yeah, I, I think a scrapping three at this stage. Absolutely, yeah. Last minute, it's better, look, you, you want your bragging rights. You want, you want to go down there. Oriel Power is great for these games as well. But when you can get up, when you can go away on a derby game and take points away and get, come home with three points, they're the they're the nights you, you want to see. And yeah, looking forward to it totally. Yeah, short run into it. Yeah. Well, that somehow we've managed to pull nearly fifty-seven minutes out of a nil-nil draw with about two shots on target. So that's fair why, play. That's why. That's why Paul Paul Cameron's right. That's why match today is going to be autos. <laughs> That's, that's why we're the best in the business, you know what I mean? This is it. This is fa- this is it. The fans' favour. <laughs> <laughs> they, they come for the pizza, but stay for the content. Are, like are we doing? Are we haven't done. I just said it before the point. We haven't done uh, score predictions all season. We're we going to go score predictions for next week, or we leave it. We don't want to chance around. Do we? So we might as well. I've said it now. We might as well. Oh. Three, three all to Dundalk. Three all to Dundalk. <laughs> One nil. I'm going for the scrappy one. You're gonna ask Mo here. Um, <laughs> I I think um I think we win one 0 away. We we'll reverse. We'll get a penalty and I don't know who'll score it though. Yeah. David Moore's taking my prediction. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go two 0 for the time. <laughs> He's got in there before me. Good minds think alike, Ali. <laughs> there you go. Right, in the interest of wrapping this up, lads, under the hour. Um, and thank you, as always, to our sponsors here. Thanks to Donald Green and Dundalk Village for their continued sponsor. We're hoping for something really big um, in the next few weeks going forward with Donald as well. So can't wait to um, let everybody in on that. We've mentioned it before, but as always, thanks to Vinny and the team in Tony's Pizzeria for their continued support for the Man of the Match competition and to player.
bit into Carl for our merchandise um, that we currently have. Um, we probably have the shop back active again very soon. Um, Steph, are you ending this one? Yeah, Darren Meenan said it uh, earlier, so that's the bottom line because Andy Boyle said so.